0: Welcome back to Parenting on Purpose. Last week, we talked about the importance of eating at least one meal together and five to six times a week if possible. And we took a look at a poem that a friend of mine had written that talked about the importance of eating and the memories that are made around the table. What I want to do this week is is give you a few numbers because as we all know, there's always research that has been done almost about everything. And then I want to talk about some benefits for the family who eats together. And the more meals that you eat together, the better. Now, some of you probably already eat many meals together. You probably gather your family around for all the dinners, and maybe even breakfast. But I also know that there are a lot of us who will rush through breakfast, you're trying to get everybody out of the door to go to work or to go to school or to go to the babysitter. And breakfast can be very difficult. But dinner can be a real possibility. But when you look at your schedule, you might be saying, how on earth am I going to make this happen? Well, just like with everything, I'm going to tell you to start small. Perhaps maybe you can eat every Sunday. Or what about Saturdays? Maybe you order a pizza and everybody sits down around the table and eat Saturday dinner together. The important thing is to decide that you're going to make a change and decide that you're going to have a time when everybody is around the table so that you can eat together. Now, as I mentioned, there have been studies done... Uh, Columbia University, for instance, have done a number of studies, and other universities have too, regarding the benefits of eating together as a family. But first of all, let me cover a few of the percentages regarding um, benefits. 42% of families who will eat meals together at least five to six times a week, there's a less chance of drinking alcohol. 59% there's less chance of smoking cigarettes. 66% there's less chance of trying drugs or marijuana. And 40% are more likely to get A's and B's in school. What I also found interesting was that one study said that only one half of American teens say that they have regular family dinners. Now, there are benefits in a number of areas to eating a family meal together five to six times a week. But the important thing when you are having this family meal is to have the right atmosphere. You don't want this to be a time for for arguing or for sad, settling Heavy family problems. You want it to be a time when you can brainstorm about some things or talk about the day or just anything that's going to bring the family together. Remember, this is going to be a time of making memories. And I am going to suggest that you start out your meal with a prayer. And you can do it a number of different ways. You can take turns praying. You can have your children say a prayer. You can hold hands when you when you pray. You can even make it a time when you have your children say one or two things about what they're grateful for or what makes them made them happy today. So doing things to set the mood and another thing that can help set the mood for dinner time, and I'm sure you all have done this too, is to get the children involved. You might even have them one day a week say, hey, you can decide what dessert we'll have, or you can decide what the main meal will be. And you can even have them helping you with it. Because more often than not, a child, if they've been involved in helping to cook, they're going to be more likely to try their own um, their own recipe, their own meal. Okay. So, what are some of those benefits? Well, you can look at food, believe it or not, as being intellectual. They have found that dinner time conversation will boost the vocabulary even more than reading out loud to your child. Now, we all know how important reading out loud to your child is. So imagine sitting around the table and talking and having your child talk and answer questions Questions will increase their vocabulary. And obviously, it's going to increase their sentence structure. And the researchers also counted the number of rare words that children will use when they have been when they are used to sitting around the table with their family members the researchers counted the number of rare words and those that are not found uh, and there was a list of 3000 most common words that families use during dinner conversations. Let me mention, say that again. That was a little confusing. The researchers counted the number of rare words, those not found on a list of 3,000 most common words that the families use during dinner conversations. And they found that young kids learned a 1,000 rare words at the dinner table compared to 143 from parents just reading storybooks aloud. And kids who have large vocabularies obviously will read earlier and more easily. So you can see how sitting around the table talking and asking your children about their day and having them put input into the conversation and listening to others talk can make a big difference in their vocabulary and when I mentioned earlier about kids who sit around the dinner table for their meals now granted that television has to be off I know there are some people who will keep the television going while they're eating but that should stop So, I would suggest that if that's something that you've been doing, that you will turn the television television off and give each family member your undivided attention while you're sitting there um, eating. Um, Researchers reported a consistent association between family dinners and the frequency between increased academics. And you can understand that because if you're sitting around the table and you're talking to each other, your child is going to have to concentrate on what's being said and concentrate on how he or she will answer what's being said. So the attention span is increasing, the vocabulary is increasing, and that makes a big difference academically. Now, as you might imagine, families who spend time eating together five to six times a week or just consistently also tend to consume more fruits and vegetables. Now, that's pretty obvious, right? Because if you are eating dinner five to six times a week, then you will not be hopping in and out of Fast foods, right? Now, you might talk about how convenient fast food can be, and all of us will, will do that sometimes. There's no getting around it, unfortunately, sometimes because of our busy schedules. But, That's where some of these things come in, like the crock pot or the instant pot. So doing things like that so that you will have the the meal all set can make a difference and more fruits and more vegetables will be eaten as they sit around the table. Now, there are also some emotional benefits that are gained from these family meals. And you can probably see why that would be the case. Think about it. Lower anxiety. And the reason that is going to be is because the child starts feeling comfortable in talking to, to you about what's going on in his or her life. And you are helping him or her to figure out how to deal with some of the challenges. Now, once again, it's not going to be, uh, dinner shouldn't be this heavy thing where you're, you're talking about all the problems. But every now and then, challenges will arise at, when you're talking about what happened at school. Your first grader might say, well, Billy took my pencil. And you may just start talking about, Something that deals with when somebody does something like that to them, which brings me to another thing. Sitting around the table talking, you will find out more about your child, which is very, very important. So finding out more about your child, your child is going to feel that, that he or she has your undivided attention and that you care about him or her, because it's not going to be rushed. You're sitting there at the table, and you're taking your time, and you're talking, and you are also in the process of saying, well done, you did this, that's fantastic, and you worked really hard getting that grade in school. So things like that can happen. Around the, the dinner table and parents just knowing that you're being warm and engaging and you're not being rushed, you're not coming across controlling and you're not being restrictive as you're sitting there and you're encouraging and it can make a big difference around the dinner table. Once again, make sure that television is turned off. A number of studies have also shown that regular family dinners will lower the um, teenagers high risk behaviors. And once again, it all boils down to communication and it boils down to the child feeling a a part of something. You're not rushed once again, and you're sitting there, you're talking. In one study of more than 5,000 Minnesota teens, researchers concluded that regular family dinners were associated with lower rates of depression and suicidal thoughts. And in another study, kids who had been victims of cyberbullying bounced back a lot more readily than um, those that didn't have regular family dinners. Now, this, once again, I am convinced happens because of the feeling of closeness, the feeling of feeling free to communicate. Now, I'm citing where these studies came from, but I pulled them together from several articles, and one of them was from uh, Ann Fischel. And she also mentioned that in one survey, American teens were asked when they were most likely to talk with their parents. And get this, the top answer was at dinner. So kids who eat dinner with their parents experience less stress and they have a better relationship. And I found it very interesting that that one survey the children said, the teen said, that they're more likely to talk to their parents sitting around the table. Once again, the best way to have family meals, especially if you're not used to doing those right now, if people are running in and out because of their schedules and two might sit down at one point and the other one strangles in later on, and if that's the routine What you might want to do is schedule time to eat together. Look at everybody's schedule and know soccer is on this day and this time, and my husband comes in from work at this time, and I'm in at this time work it in because it's worth it. The benefits are more than worth it. So do whatever you need to do to schedule at least one meal together. And then after you get that one on the roll, then you can do a second one and a third one. And before you know it, you are eating as a family five, six days a week. So work on doing that if you don't do it already. And if you do it already, Perhaps you were like me and you didn't think in terms of all the benefits that came from it. Another thing is, I mentioned earlier, is to have everybody can help prepare a meal or everybody can suggest what he or she likes. You might even have, say on Tuesday is Sally's day to decide what dessert she wants or on Friday is Bill's day to decide what main course he wants. So do things like that to get them excited about it. If you don't do things like that now, it certainly can make a difference. And I'm sure you all have a lot of things that you could tell me about that would help in bringing families together during their meals. It's, it's really interesting because i think i mentioned once before how memories are made around the dinner table when you stop to think about think conversations and some good times and gathering around the dinner table it makes a big difference when you walk in the door and you've had a, a rough day but you know you're going to sit down with some of your favorite people and talk and you will be making memories So we've talked about the importance of eating together. We've talked about how it promotes language skills. And in addition to that, if you have younger kids, it will also help with their manual dexterity as they have to use the fork. And you're teaching them how to um, pick up their food with their fork or scoop it up with a spoon. and it also will help with their manners and get them ready to interact in, a, in public when you go out to eat and knowing how what they should and should not do. It improves mental health. Children get better grades when they eat as a family and their physical health is better because they're making better food choices and parents. There's an increase in savings because you're not running to the fast food stores as much. And one that I particularly like is that if you start early eating together as a family, it becomes a family tradition. I look at each of our children now and they are all grown and they have their own children and they have family meals together. And when we visit them, it's so much fun to sit around the table with them, laughing and talking and finding out what the grandchildren have have been doing. And they learn about their family as they are sitting around laughing, talking and sharing. So Some of the meals are going to be chaotic, but you know what? When you look back at some of that chaos, you'll remember that it didn't last long because each stage of a child's life will go faster and faster. So I am hoping that you will set the goal to continue having family meals if you already do that or to start having family meals if you don't do that. And in the meantime, and until next time, I want you to remember to parent on purpose. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Purposeful Parenting. For more tips on parenting, or if you would like to reach out, please visit me on HarrietRow.com and follow me on Facebook, Harriet Rowe. That's Harriet with two T's. I look forward to grabbing a cup of tea or coffee with you next week. Feel free to invite a friend. Until then, this is Harriet Rowe reminding you to parent on purpose.